It's the Widdick Committee, young, talented, gifted, black love and politic talk. Not loving hip hop, but it's knowledge we give out. I hope that you can catch it and try to run it back without fumbling the shit we kicked off. It's not for the simple minded, more for the gifted. I give my opinions. Hope you can rebuttal the shit that I kick. If you can't, then be quiet. Take a seat and just try to soak up the wisdom we spilling. Widdick Committee, gotcha. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you. Then we gon' talk about it. We not those other fools. This ain't your typical hypocritical dummy news. They do that shit for views. We do this for the youth who come behind us. In the trenches, you'll find us. Giving game in the brains of the youngest to remind them of the greatness inside them. Let them know that they can become whatever they wanna be. Just look at me. I'm a young black lion. And yeah, I'm full of pride. Sitting with my lion. This product of my environment. Whether it's brown, dirt, green grass, or iron fence, or a picket fence. Don't matter. Long as you get through it with motivation, dedication, and wittiness, hard work and greediness, even the sky is limitless. You wanna know what my definition of witty is or what wit it is? That's what witty committee is. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, and we gon' talk about it. Yeah, we gon' talk about it. Throw up your W's, tell us what's up with you, and Bell gon' talk about it. Anise gon' talk about it. I'm your host, big homie, big homie, Ben Brown. I am sitting next to my co-host. He's always authentic and exhausted. And then his voice. Um, we are joined this evening um, by one of our repeat guests. Um, that therapist. Yes, Miss Dominique of uh, Yellowbird Counseling, LLC. Pleasure to make your acquaintance once again on a weeded Wednesday. Thank y'all for having me. Um, we have a very grief-stricken time inside of our city currently. Um, there are a lot of mixed emotions, a lot of people trying to process exactly what has transpired. So uh, for those who may be iffy on the timeline of how this kind of took place, you want to kind of circumvent uh, to bring them up to speed for those that actually might not uh, understand the finite details. Uh, yes, most definitely. Thank you. Um, we have witnessed a magnitude, like, this timeline has been kind of iffy and it has been something that we really need to pay attention to because it speaks about our mentality as a people. It speaks about how we cope with anything, really. So, what happened... On October the 12th, Camille, affectionately known as Cupcake, was abducted from Avondale at 8 p.m. This was something that happened. The specifications on the exact details of the case went up in a blaze from that very on. From the time we found out that she was abducted, Facebook went ridiculous. October 14th, Carlos, the activist that, you know, is pretty much leaving a bad taste in everyone's mouth at this point, um, he got online and began a large-scale search for Camille. And he got online and said, hey, we're going to meet at Kelly Ingram Park, bring parkas, bring food, bring flashlights, bring flyers. He organized a search for Camille. 
which you know a lot of people were were angry about you know which was something that's kind of like uh what about that makes you angry but this went on for four days um went on for four days with him trying to rally people and get people together and say hey you know this is what we're going to do we need to stop we need to start doing this and a large percentage of why he was doing this and a lot of people called him foolish but Birmingham Police Department were still continuing their investigations inside of the city no one had any, at this point start talking about going outside of city lines so you know logically one would assume well if this if the police is still looking here then he is as well so if manpower and volunteers is what's needed because you obviously think that, that the child is still in the city of Birmingham if manpower and all of these things are needed well he took it upon himself to try to organize a search on October the 20th Carlos began speaking about <clears throat> focusing more on the search for the child and canceling the classic October the 21st, he had to live on October 20th where he was saying, you know, no cupcake, no classic. And previously, I had already seen people speaking about it like, man, I bet if, if we cancel the classic, then people would pay more attention to, you know, the child. Nothing is being done enough for the child. Like, there was a lot of anxiety that was built up surrounding this because a child is missing. And for some type of reason, people are still divided on how the child should be recovered. So, um, he started speaking about, you know, canceling the classic counseling the classic he didn't say exactly what he was going to do he, he didn't specify no he just said no no cupcake no class on october the 21st uh extreme divide was was pronounced and by extreme divide you had people who were really pushing the issue saying things like i wish he would have got shot somewhere he does too much he's extra i wish somebody would kill him he does the most everything was talked about with this man as as far as like he was uh, so much of a nuisance that that was something that was supposed to result in something as final as death and on october 22nd which was last night, the news of Camille's body being recovered from a dumpster is released. Amidst all of that, that was last night and this morning, the, the sickness has become so palpable that I feel that it's necessary for us to talk and address exactly what this looks like because there's so much misplaced anger and there's so much pain associated with this that I don't know if people are processing this in the way that they should, or I don't know how people are processing that. Let's say that, you know, because I'm not here to tell you how you should process this information. But I will say, undoubtedly, that this is strange. For me, it is strange. I, I don't understand the misplaced anger. During this timeline, we've been seeing various levels of the way people talk to themselves, the way we talk amongst ourselves, like this is not a white man issue. This is not an issue about anybody else. This is how we talk about and talk with ourselves. So when national, and this is national because this is Birmingham, like this is our city, when things like this happens, 
in our own backyard and the thing that we're talking about the most important thing should have been the child cupcake the most important focus should have been on the child and recovering the child some kind of way we made this into a should Carlos live or not discussion I made a post this past Monday it got a decent amount of traction underneath it um, from some of my ventures out through Facebook, I saw, uh, a, like what you said, a, a, a heavy amount of posts that explained the discourse with Correct. Carlos. Correct. And it started to project to me the idea that it's the same notion that it doesn't matter what the message is. If the messenger isn't somebody you want to listen to, then it's going to fall on deaf ears. Right. When you have someone, and I'm not sitting here advocating for who Carlos is. I don't know him as a person to do that. Absolutely. But I can advocate for his actions. Absolutely. His actions were he wanted to find a three-year-old girl that was lost. Yes. Anything outside of what that is should have been null and void and not talked about while this was going on. Absolutely. Until she came home. When she comes home, then we can talk about the person. Absolutely. When she's safe and sound, when we've rectified the situation. But we haven't gotten to that point yet. She's still missing. We don't know what the outcome of her Existences. And as you said, the person with the loudest voice at that time was trying to put all of his efforts into allocating this, this baby, bringing this child back home, and instead his life is being threatened. So what is that? Like, I want, like, if, if, if you could say what has been the, 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 the amount of discourse provided from what you've seen from people on a mental level, what would you say is the contributing factor to why um, this notion has transpired that I don't care what he's trying to do. I just don't like him. I just don't like him. I just don't want this to be a subject of conversation with him. Yeah, I don't want him to be the one talking about it. So, let me see how I can put this for people to actually receive it. In general, us as a people have a lot of obstacles, I'll say, with our thinking and, and just the way that we handle things because we have always learned to function in survival mode and that over time began or became focusing on ourselves, focusing what on our, our, our own interests outside of the bigger picture. Right. Um, then that's where you have all the, you know, lack mindset, all of that, all of that. But um, same vein, but a different, different route, I guess, is that our minds have become, we're very small-minded in general mm -hmm. as a people. And, um, you know, so when a tragedy hits, it's, we have, you know, us banding together is, I'm trying to choose my words carefully here. Um, Take your time. But us, us banding together in an appropriate manner is a behavior that has been lost. Mm. And I'll say it's been lost because we've done it before. 
we've done it, you know, during the Civil Rights Movement, but also at that time, our people at that time had no choice but to work together to survive. Now we have a choice, so to speak. Uh, yeah. more of a, I'll say more of a choice because still a lot of, we're still deficient in a lot of areas, but um, so it's easier for us to focus on self when these kinds of things happen or our, our anger, what we think, what we think should happen. Yeah. And so, you know, it, it would, it, it, if Donald Trump came and conducted a search, it would still be, we don't like Donald Trump. Donald Trump, even though the purpose is to find this innocent child, like you guys were saying. Yeah. So I think that we've allowed the very thing that has broken us down as a people um, initially, which was hate. We've allowed that to still continue to course through our veins, and even if it's indirectly, we're still indirectly hating each other and hating any good causes that yeah. um, one of us may do or some of us may do over others of us. And all we want to do is point the blame oh. at somebody and be angry. We named the show, well, Bear named the show affectionately SeaWorld, and it's really dope the way we, we process shows and the way we come up with stuff because it really makes us want to look at the issue that's we want to look at the issue behind the issue obviously we are a, a, a people in mourning now because a child was taken from us and a lot of that is a lot of things that we have to look at and face ourselves on because a lot of us feel like we failed this child because we feel like this child was failed from the beginning. One of the things that I, we wanted to talk about with talking about the title of this being SeaWorld. SeaWorld itself, the, you know, the amusement park or, you know, the, the sea amusement the aquatic. park. The aquatic. Yeah, the aquatic uh, amusement park. Yeah. We, a lot of us practice escapism. So we go to things like zoos and SeaWorld and we go to the circus, we go see Magic Axe, you know. If they allow for gladiator sports where you can actually see somebody get stabbed in the chest in real life, we, a lot of us would probably go and see that because this is, you don't care about the atrocities that are being done to the, the people or the attractions that you come to watch. You have essentially kind of been desensitized to it in a way. You have created a space in between your mind and your compassion with the things that you go to look at to distract you from your own pain, from your own sadness. And what was interesting about this whole dilemma, this whole timeline, was the amount of the lack of compassion that was inside of a conversation about a child being not only abducted, but anything attached to getting the child back. That was the most alarming part. And it made me have to say, like, yo, we got to talk about it. I have seen men and women alike throw speculation over this case on Facebook for since the, one, since the baby went missing. I've seen think pieces. I've seen 
threads. I've seen what they think is happening. I've seen people try to make a conversation be something. I've seen rumors be spread. I've seen people pass off information as if it's factual based off what they've heard. I've seen a lot of this and it made me cringe because I would see people say certain things and it almost looked as if they were excited to be a part of a conversation. More so present in the fact that this is something that has happened. Mm -hmm. This is something that's currently happened in our community and everyone is talking about it. And rather us talk about it and really be immersed in it, we rather talk about it from a third person party so that we won't be able to feel it. It's almost like people watched this whole thing happen with the anticipation that this was going to be like an episode of power. You know, I saw people coming up, you know, saying statuses. I'm talking about whole paragraphs, whole litanies, like whole book reports talking about how statistics show that after a certain amount of time, the child is perceived to be dead. And they've, they've watched the episode of Criminal Minds. And now that makes them feel like they're they're validated. able, they're validated to speak like this. But my, my question and the thing that I want to know from my audience and the people that are, that are listening, how did we become so joyous talking about things that are painful, talking about avoidable actions, talking about the fate of those that, that will be victims in this? And I, I just can't get away from the, psych, the psychology behind it. But it's like, what makes you look at something that is morally sound what makes you look at that with anger let me let me slide perspective please um so let me relate this to something more that's that's more normalized so so whoopings mm -hmm. in our culture that's a thing that we do we and think it's okay we whoop our kids without any thought of how that's going to affect them mentally, um, the anger that they're going to have to process behind that. Things that shouldn't be normalized have become normalized because the generational trauma and abuse that we've experienced as a people has made really inhumane things normal, something that we've turned a blind eye to. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, you have the fact that we don't, in general, think that we should have to go to therapy. The stigma attached to it. And I think that, you know, I think I said the last time that I was here, you know, given all that we've gone through and all that obviously we're still experiencing because from what I know this child was outside by herself or with one other child. Mm -hmm. Why is that normal to us? Well, it's normal to us because it's behavior that we've been doing for a long time. Right. So to, you know, we've learned to process things very maladaptively and, and don't even realize it. Yeah. We're doing terrible things right in front of each other and nobody sees a problem with it and it's, and it's, sad that it takes a tragedy like this to even for a split second open our eyes because sadly enough next week two weeks we gonna be on to something else exactly yeah class is coming up mm -hmm. that's all people thinking about is their outfits they're gonna 
be a part like you were saying they just want to be a part of something for a second but we have this child that's lost forever family has lost a child forever forever and all we can think about is our, ourselves ourselves we haven't learned we haven't been taught that in general to care for people to show compassion we've only been taught abuse towards mm -hmm. ourselves and each other do you so, do you think that that alone is what attributes to most of this, the abuse that we've entailed or in, that we've uh, surmounted throughout our lives. We think that that's normal and people should feel it. Like we, we don't we don't divest it or try to get rid of it. We just allow the, the abuse that we've taken on throughout life, we cast it out onto other people because this is what just, this is what's normal. Right, that's that, you know, and that, the level of abuse that any abuse, but especially with the popular our population of people, it it's changed our brains on such a fundamental level that unless we are proactive about just our own, and that's not even just mental health, because I know how we get. We're like, well, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. I'm not. You've been affected. Uh -huh. You've been affected. Period. By some type of abuse, and we've all been affected by this this child coming up, you know, and not coming home alive. Right. So, you know, we're we're it's anything that isn't nice to do, we shouldn't normalize. And I say it very, I'll say I say it simply like that because again, we don't even we can't even conceive of why whooping our kids is wrong. We can't conceive of sometimes, and I, I don't know, I won't say, I'm saying in general because I know that all of us are not like this, but why it's not okay to leave your child in the car while you run into the grocery store real fast. Uh -huh. Or, you know, or even saying things that are abusive like, you know, um, threatening physical harm. Even if it's, you know, even if it's um, very, what's the word I want to use? Um, even if you're just joking. Like, right, even if you're just joking. Right. It's not, like, this is still compounding the situation. Yes, yes. It's making us more desensitized to hate, to pain, you know, and we just feel like, just deal with it, or this is how... You know, somebody put their pain and hurt on me, so it's okay for me to put it on someone else. Right. You but don't have to be responsible for anybody else around you because no one was responsible for you. Correct. So. Like, one, the, the immediate thing that, I mean, first and foremost, but before I, like, go off on a tangent of some sort, there's a three-year-old child that's no longer living amongst us for reasons that are beyond me. Like, I don't have all the details, which is why I chose not to speak about it, because I don't know. And I'm not a part of the Birmingham Police Department. I'm not a part of the FBI, nor am I a part of the McKinney family to say what is or is not. So, I haven't even been on site for any of these places. I don't even know. I know of the, the neighborhood that she was in, but like, I, I, I wasn't over there. I didn't know any of the details. I kind of found stuff out, but it was so much traffic of just meaningless information that you can't decide to align to whatever you want to believe until you get a resounding fact. Like, like a news channel reported she was found. Prematurely. 
And that's a news outlet. Like, they have people in place to verify that the information that they have is credible. And they missed it. So, I, at that point, I said, I'm not going to speak about this until I know for sure what it is. But the thing that I, I started to notice was we're not talking about the little girl. Which it should be the subject. Should be the subject. We're talking about the efforts it takes to find her. We're talking about what we should be doing. We're talking. We we had this normal, and I, I call it like how black church delegation goes. Mm -hmm. Everybody sits in a circle, and we all come up with ideas to fix the problem. We never actually implement what the the, the solution is to Correct. fix the problem is. We've been. We sit here. On this phone yeah, years. we sit here and we throw ideas at a wall, and whatever sticks, that's what we admire. We don't even move on it. So at that point, my irritation started to grow, and after a while, I started to see death threats to a person trying to find her. And that was the first time I addressed this situation publicly, other than trying to spread the awareness that she was missing. And my disdain and my embarrassment and my hurt is because I don't have children. I have a six-year-old niece whom I love dearly. And every day, I woke up thinking, what if that was her that was missing? What would I be doing? Mm -hmm. What would I be thinking? What would I be processing right now? The mere fact that she was found in a dumpster sickens me. Like, you have voided every ounce of, 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 of human decency, decency and respect For that, a baby. I, that I could possibly even think to give you. Yeah. Like, I could, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say I could watch that person mm -mm. be hurt, but at this point, I, I don't care about their outcome. They're damaged. Because they're out, they didn't care about this child's outcome. And for us to sit on a public forum and throw back and forth between each other, and I, I, what I see in my mind is we're all standing in a room, we're all yelling at each other, we all got bull horns. We all thinking we're louder than the next person. Mm -hmm. And this little girl is just sitting in the middle. Just looking around trying to find out what everybody yelling about. And it's, it's sad because... I said earlier on, on a post that I made, like... At some point, we're, we're really going to have to stop having conversations about who's right. Mm -hmm. And start doing what's right. Mm -hmm. Like, we're going to have to start... Stop trying to be, as G.I. said in the comment section, like, people were more concerned about being the first to break the news versus having the news accurate. Mm -hmm. This is what this has turned into. There has not been any real conversation being, there, there was not real conversation being had over what was going on with Cupcake. We saw a lot of people wishing we saw a lot of people hoping, and we saw a lot of people insinuating. All of these things really boil down to absolute waste now. Because the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal was to get this baby back alive. And she was failed. Horrible. We own this. We have to. And we cannot turn away from this because before Cupcake, it was Journey. And through, and, and not to just highlight the popular or the most, 
the 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 hot topic conversations no inside of our community these are the two examples that we have right now that i'm hoping appeals to you in some kind of way to make you feel like you have to take more action than just typing or just not being so quick to say something when there's nothing that's going to add to the conversation some people do good by by speaking about stuff and bringing awareness that's your role but if you're not even speaking awareness you're just speaking awareness about what you were told and it's not from a credible source or anything like that you create you you create and provide traffic you create confusion one of the things that i want you guys to understand and i'm speaking directly to the middle children the us creatives the ones that have children and the ones like myself and Brown, the ones that don't even have children. Yo, like, in the process of us complaining and trying to argue about how to get it done, not actually doing work, but providing conversations and opinions about how to get it done, nothing gets done. And the ones who lose the most are our children. Whether these children are taken and vandalized or killed in their own homes from gun violence or whether they go out at 15 years old and commit gun violence and now they go off to prison for the rest of their lives. Like these kids are not being provided adequate choices and all of the adults in the room who should be doing that for them. Granting them the choices. Granting them the choices that they didn't have themselves. We are too busy arguing about how big we want the, the statue to be. Versus doing something that's actually something to commemorate all that we have lost. We don't need another another mural. We don't need uh, another mural, another painting, another another statue to talk or a museum talking about all of the L's that we've taken and putting the trophies there to show how much pain we've endured and oh my God, we're such a strong people. No, we need to begin to start addressing some of these uncomfortable truths and some of these uncomfortable traumas because the more and more we continue to argue amongst each other we ultimately fail any chances that we have of the future because the children are indeed that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I want to what what type of shared uh, trauma do you feel takes place in moments like these from the people watching I, I wanted to kind of gear based off what Anise felt and we kind of discussed, this conversation was directed towards the audience, so to speak. Yeah, because we want to talk to you guys. We want to talk with you. We don't want to talk at you. We don't want to talk down to you. We don't want to put ourselves on a pedestal. We literally want to have a conversation and know a couple of things. Firstly, why are you so angry? What are you mad about when it comes down to who's saying what like what is your frustration with Carlos and if you have anything outside of personal vendettas that's not even something to even mention like it's not even something to mention and again we're not sitting here endorsing Carlos we're not making him out to be the champion of the world but Carlos has really put out and done certain things so who am I to speak negatively or criticize him from the comfort of my own home. But he's outside in the streets doing whatever he needs to to try to make sure that the objectives that he set forth actually come to fruition. And has done so. 
Like, I'm, why are you so mad? Like, I, I, I made a post, and underneath it, I was. The only thing I wanted to establish was we're talking about taking someone's life. There's somebody. There's a female. There was a post that was put in the comments under that post in which a female wished he had gotten shot. The picture was of him in a traffic stop. And I I almost went irate. I wanted to go find her because I had words, like loaded, ready to go. And something said, no, this ain't, <coughs> excuse me, this ain't how this needs to be addressed. No. So I'm watching other people squabble under, in the comment section of this post. And I'm not trying to say that there's an opposing view. That's not the point. There's no the opposing view. The point is, view. you're trying to provide a contrarian outlook to a post that's saying that death against this man is wrong. For any, him annoying you. Any Anything being said in opposition to death is wrong. You're going this. You're saying that death is okay. Yes. It was people trying to validate why people want to kill him. For something that, that didn't have it, like you said on one of the posts, he hasn't killed anybody. And you're answering to his behavior with he should be I understand why, why people want to kill, kill him. him. Like, <laughs> I understand why people want to kill him. What's the understanding though? Like, what, right. how do you, how, I'm not understanding. Right. So whoever is thinking, help me understand. <laughs> Like I, I, I couldn't either, and for the life of me, it started to really start to, to, to affect me on a spiritual level. Like I woke up and I immediately just felt downtrodden. Yes. Like I felt heavy. Because this is the, the, you, we can't. This is again bringing it back full circle. Like escapism only works, but so much. How much of this are you trying to escape from? Because the more and more we go on vacations, the people who still live here still die. Mm -hmm. So the more and more you take your eye off the ball, it's unfortunate. But the more and more you take your eye off the ball and and distance yourself from something that's really real and palpable, the more you do this, <laughs> the clock does not stop ticking because you decided you don't you don't want to be bothered with it. As you can see, as you can see, death happens. Like there should be some 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 things happening in place to counteract the the, the the frequency of how much this occurs. Mm -hmm. We should have a, a, a more consistent buddy system with, with, with children. They should be have, they should have ways that they can communicate where they are more effectively to the parents that are in, in guardianship of them. But that's 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 ramifications that we fix later. Mm. Like what needs to happen right now is we have to stop and take a look at ourselves. And find out why do we sit here and squabble for ten days just to have the end result be this? Why are we so angry? Why are we so sad? Why does the conversation immediately turn into anger when we start talking about progression? Why is your immediate response to progression and action anger? Why are you immediately trying to measure action up with a ruler? that is in your hand when you have nothing to measure up to that. So, kind of piggybacking off of that a little bit, you know, I know, I won't just say the old folks, but everybody says that an idle mind is the devil's what, playground. playground. Mm -hmm. So there is actually some a lot of evidence scientifically to prove that our primitive minds kick in when they're idle. 
if we're sitting uh. around not working, not doing nothing, then all we, our brains automatically to default to what's wrong with me, what's wrong with them, what's wrong with the world, and start picking ourselves and others apart when we don't have any business. We don't have our own business, so all we can do when we're idle like that is point fingers. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, and yes, we all should be angry about what happened, but not angry at each other. Right. If we're going to be angry at anybody, be angry at the people who did this. You know what I'm saying? And those are, that's a whole, I won't even, they're broken people. Some people, I, I say therapy is some people are beyond that. Some people are just so broken that they can't be fixed. And, and the individuals that carried out this crime would be those people that are beyond help. And the, the crazy thing is there are more people mad at people who weren't even involved in this situation <laughs> than they are at the people that carried this heinous act out in the first place. And please, please, y'all, because I know what's going to happen. People going to start. It's already happened before the news even came out. Pointing the finger at the mom and the family. Y'all don't know what this lady and her and, and the baby's dad or whoever is going through. Y'all don't know what this family is going through. This was not your child. So don't go and pointing fingers and saying what she should have did and he should have did. They already got enough grief and pain to process without people who don't really care okay now or know them okay now or know yes. them to to be spitting out things and then these very same people spitting out what they got to spit out gonna be at the classic with their new pumps on this weekend right now right now these people are still hurting so keep your mouths closed when it comes to talking about these parents and this family because you weren't there and you don't know. You don't know. And I, again, that goes back to what I'm, what we are really trying to say. The conversation we're really trying to have with you is we speak about things that we don't know factually in a way to, to d distance ourselves from the facts. We make this seem as if it is some type of fantastical event in our lives that all we got to do is just go and get the dragon balls and we can wish somebody back to life and we can press rewind and no death is final so to to as you said earlier because carlos was a nuisance we immediately you you immediately decided that he's annoying he does too much I wish he would die as if that is something that is momentarily a thing like you could just snap your fingers and he'll be right back on Facebook saying if you will it like like the, the, the thing that, that hit me was people were telling him to keep the same energy because his other kids missing too like and we sat here after kids get murdered by police and we'll say black lives matter and then when white people say all lives matter, we are angry. You upset, but you doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're divesting the attention from the person at hand to everybody else that may be dealing with the same thing. Like that, that he's focused on his city. Mm -hmm. This missing child is currently missing. That we can actually probably we can save her if we actually can align together and put forth a a, a front that can can move and and look 
properly. We can have enough boots on the ground that we actually can dive into these neighborhoods and look to where she may be. What is He's it? trying to galvanize those people. Mm. And you telling him to keep this energy with everything else too. And it's always the people who have not kept that level of energy in no other facet of their lives. Like, what type of monstrous attitude that have we allowed to seep into our, our psyches to where we will attack you caring so much about one thing and attack that and say, well, you don't care about this and this and this the same way. What what is it about us that forces us to dilute anything good, anything good, anything progressive, anything prosperous? What is it about you that makes you angry when the same energy is not kept? Unfortunately, that's the fruits of an oppressive mindset. That's part of it. Hmm. You know? And it's like, this is a very simple fix. If you feel like he should quote-unquote keep the same energy, why don't you go out there like you, you were saying, mm -hmm. why don't you go out there and be a part of the solution? Turn your anger into that. I bet everybody's gonna, it's gonna be crickets. Yeah. Nobody's moving. Because what you could have said instead of, what well, do you have the same energy with this really dismissive tone to your voice or just to be a contrarian, just to be a Bob Waterby, like just for you to be this person who has something to say to says any type of progression instead of you coming like that if you felt honestly that there was a need for this same amount of the same amount of spotlight to be shined upon all other children that were missing in the, in the in the Birmingham metropolitan area or Bessemer or anything it, wherever you live if you felt so strongly about that and you saw that Carlos was able to do this and this and this why couldn't you just have asked him okay listen I feel that there's another child that just went missing I want to be able to put across or get together the same amount of people to start my own search in this area because there are multiple children to be protected. We have a responsibility for all of the children and, and women and men inside of our community. So if you see a need and you see somebody doing a need that you would like to be placed in other directions, he is a man. Y'all speak about him like he's a god. Well, do you keep this same energy? He is a man operating with limited energy just like you. So if you see something that wants that you want to be done, why won't you try to figure out how to gather some of the same tools and skills that he has and get that in your own community? We are waiting for saviors instead of being the saviors ourselves. Like, the, the, the most asinine part about it to me is... Like, somebody made this reference before, um, trying to, to, to divest the All Lives Matter thing. If there's a house on fire, and now everybody's standing in the street trying to get the fire department, yelling and screaming, trying to get the fire department to this house, mm -hmm. and you come from down the street and say, it's a house on fire down here, too. Mm -hmm. What about that house? Mm -hmm. what, did you say anything about the house before this house caught on fire? Or would you just sitting there watching it burn? Mm -hmm. So evidently, this didn't matter to you. This did not matter to you you wanted to have a, listen rest in peace to journey this baby was shot inside of her own home 
this baby was shot inside of her own home and the response to that on Facebook some some guy made a Facebook status and said nobody didn't keep this same energy when my partners was killed mm. y'all didn't grieve for him for my friends like that now the friends were involved in illicit activities they were adults and all of that none of that is to say that their lives don't matter the loss of their lives don't matter at all like they were still someone's children as well but for you to take that line and place that out in a time where we are grieving and sad about the loss of a child it makes you and the memory of the legacy of your friends seem that much more petty mm -hmm. because you didn't amplify them in no other instances but to to deviate or dilute what we have going on with this this young lady this baby you bring this up what is that that's what i mean what what is that mindset to where you choose to dilute why are you so angry about progression why when did we become such a selfish angry, hate-filled, volatile bunch. There are repercussions for the things that we say. And somehow we still act like we don't know that. What do you say all the time? Words mean things. Actions mean things as well. We have taken all of our power and put it on a blue elf. I think this is the very... I mean, I'm always going to advocate for therapy, but I hope that this is... I like what everybody is saying. This should be eye-opening that we all need help. The way that we're thinking, the way that we're responding, mm -hmm. is not okay. Anything out of hate is not okay. And I was actually um, going to put a post on Instagram saying I don't treat hate. Mm -hmm. You know, because hate is not a treatable, it's not a diagnosis, it's, you know, but the fact that we're housing that within ourselves makes us just as dangerous as the people who took this little girl's life, to be honest with you. I mean, I I feel like at this point, yesterday was a very difficult day emotionally and physically for me. I was talking to Brown about that. And I really was just tapped out. Um, I really had was operating on autopilot. I'm going through a very stressful time in my life right now. And I was on the phone with my brother, and I was talking to him about it. And I looked on Facebook, and I found out that the, the baby was gone. Immediately, at that moment, this is, I, I really want you to understand how serious this is. Like, this is how my mind processed this. Immediately at that moment, I realized, I heard a voice tell me, sometimes it's just not about you. In this climate, we are all operating and functioning with some level of depression and some level of anxiety. We are all operating with some mental deficiency that is preventing us from being who we really want to be or being who we should be. You know, a lot of that comes from people act like when you're broke, that's that's when a lot of your your stresses come from. No, some of your triggers come in different in different places. What we do need to understand is, first, I always speak about the, the power with knowing who you are and knowing yourself. I always speak about how there's such power to be had in knowing you. That is definitely a good thing to know. It is necessary, actually. What comes after that is knowing that you are going through something so you should have it in your mind 
that the next person is going through something as well. It's not just about you. Sometimes your depression is your depression. But you should understand that there are people next to you that are going through struggles just as much. So if we can understand that about each other and know that in our, inside of our communities, man, we all going through something. You all have, we all have struggles. If we could be kinder and be more logically sound with the things that we say out of our mouth to bear false witness to our neighbors, to talk to our, the people who are around us, if we could be more logically and more sound in how we address one another, then maybe we will be able to build a moral compass or a moral fairground, a moral foundation for which we can stand on and somehow our children won't be affected by this anymore. The more and more we're sitting here arguing about who's supposed to wear pants and who's supposed to take out the trash and who's supposed to be upset about this and what you're supposed to do when they short you on your job and all of these different things that are treatable by therapy. You should go to therapy and talk about these things because your depression should not be my detriment. Mm -hmm. Your depression should not be my detriment. And the people who suffer the most when we don't have our eggs in the basket are the people who did not ask to be here. There's a three-year-old who was murdered, who was kidnapped, and was taken away from her family for ten days and murdered. They found her in a dumpster. In some kind of way, the main focus of this didn't wind up being about the child in her absence. It wound up being about us saying how this person isn't fit enough to be the one to find her. He's annoying, so let's shoot him. Can you imagine how this, this, this baby's family must feel seeing you argue about Carlos and his event to find their child? And instead of you guys circulating and, and concentrating on the baby, you would rather spend memes talking about how unfit and how crazy he is. Can you imagine the depression and depressive state that they must be in right now? Even getting online and seeing some of you have the audacity to write your think pieces and your paragraphs and your statuses go viral talking about who did what and how the child shouldn't have been this way. You keep your mouth on so much stuff and it bears no real help for anybody involved. Because you are, purpo you are purposely pushing off your depression. You are providing your own amusement park to escape within. You don't look at this like it's a real thing. You look at this as, as, as if this is an episode of power that you get online into a group and speak about. You don't look at this like this is a real person. And it's not real to these people like I was saying earlier. This is not, not real to them. This is not, they're more, I saw somebody say something about clout chasing. And that's yeah. really unfortunate that these are the type of things that people seek to get gain clout. Like, what is that? Like, financially, that's not going to do anything for you to to be on social media talking a bunch of stuff you don't know anything about. Right. That's not helping. So, and I know people. You know, once we start talking action, then we get get um we get the back the. I can't, yeah, but I can't even speak today. <laughs> but, uh, oh, well, God, you know, God going to care for it. God going to take care of it. God going to. But why do you think that he put your hands and your feet here? Yes. 
Just, yes. just so you can just sit and look up at the sky and say, well, God gonna handle it. He, he's looking back at you like, I gave you the tools, why aren't you using them? We have diet compassion that we give out. Mm -hmm. That's what we have. We have just enough. We, we, we have emotional propaganda that we respond to. We have a whole bunch of stuff. And then, I mean, just the idea that clout chasing and three-year-old girl missing is in the same conversation is alarming to me. And we have to look at this from a very deep spiritual purpose. Like, look at this from a deeper level. Like, we have become lost inside of this fake idea of what popularity is. It provides you with no real gain. But even the news, as you said earlier, the news got caught up in that. The news wanted to be the first ones to put out gossip. Man, like, this is the world we are leaving to our children. And I see a lot of mothers and fathers saying, man, I'm finna hold my clothes. I'm finna hold my, my kids a little tighter tonight. I'm finna kiss my kids a little tighter tonight. And I... I encourage you all to do that. Like, yes, please love on your children. Let them know that they are loved and let them know that they are protected. But the goal should be to make it so that they feel like that when they leave their homes. You are kissing on them. You are holding them. But you are doing nothing to make sure that if you leave here, there's going to be something that they can do. There's going to be some place for them to be. Like this was all of our child. The the, the older woman I, I don't want to say older but the the general in Avondale. The woman who got on and said that's all of our baby. We want to find this baby because Avondale is like a family. We want to find this baby. The first older black woman I saw say that on the news it struck me because I wish this was so. She feels like that. She feels like that. I know she does. But that is a tenant that we have gotten lost. That's a, that's a tenant that we have lost along the way. We don't look at our children as if they are everybody's children. We don't take care of all children if they're in our presence the way that we look after our children. You have ch parents who glorify and make it so that their children feel as if they do no wrong. And now they get out in the real world and somebody takes advantage of that. Like we have to be more than just guardians when it comes down to somebody hurting your child physically. No. Keep this energy when it comes down to your child hurting your child. Mm -hmm. To other children hurting your child. There's no way we have to continue putting these babies in environments that basically put them on a tunnel to death. Death awaits them. Even taking it away from from these 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 little girls who are taken and, and raped. I'm saying these young boys who out here trying to follow up behind an OG. Who out here trying to follow up behind a, a dude who never graduated from the streets. Who sensationalized their, tar their, their harmful behavior by getting them on drugs and making them do stuff and getting them out here with pistols. They go to prison for the rest of their lives. They're 15 years old. They do not know what it's like to do anything. But they all they have in the future waiting for them is prison. Do you know what kind of mind is trapped behind those walls? We are failing the very thing that we claim to care the most about. 
You know what it would be nice to see? It would be nice to see our community getting um, on social media and arguing over who's the best presidential candidate. Yeah. I'd love to see that. Yeah. Are we gonna are we gonna do that? I mean, this is just an example, not trying to change the tide of the conversation, but if we wanna argue about something, let's argue about something that some like some fruition of good could come from. Let's right. let's research our, our candidates. Let's get on Facebook and talk about why this went over this one. Instead of something just to eat instead of just unfortunately at the tragedy of a child. Right. Be the first to you want to be the first for something. Be the first to 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 vote. Be the first to research and tell all the factual evidence about why this candidate is over this candidate. Like, let's do that. I bet. I bet it's not going to be no post for that because that's not that's not hot. Yeah. I, one of the things that I, I I have to salute, you know, Smash Bros. Family, um, cut dog. Cut response to the loss of um, the loss of um, Cupcake was he placed he has an organization called Stepping Into Your Destiny um, he said hey Monday through Friday we have a we have an after school program at a library like we we do all types of in, in you know home where we do all types of things. He posted it, and I reposted it, and I my eyes welled up water like I was so moved because yes, like in the pain, we all are pain. We all pain stricken people with this, but we cannot afford to stay here. We cannot afford to escape here. We cannot afford to create some level of distance away from this because the more and more we choose to throw sugar on it or sweep it up on the rug, the more and more it compounds and it it it's just waiting for us when we have to come back around the corner for it. What now let me ask you like what do you feel is one of the things that you looked at? Like what was the most alarming part outside of Carlos being threatened. What was the most alarming part about this? Like, this just happened last night. What was the thing that struck you emotionally, like, the most? I watched droves of people validate why the classic was important to them. Sure. Droves of them. I won't say hundreds, but I watched a considerable amount from the background validate why classic was still important and why saying no classic would be met with such discourse. I watched an outpouring of people pledge their support behind an event, a football game, uh -huh. because of how much revenue it brings the city. Uh -huh. I watched people dive into validating that. And those same people, the same names, were the ones that were acting so grief-stricken when the news broke that she was dead. You just validated a football game over finding her. You're not finna sit here in my face and tell me you're hurt. Because if I gave you the option of her still being alive or not going to this damn game, which one would you actually pick and how long would it take you? You can't validate something in opposition of what I'm trying to get across and then after it comes into fruition, you then switch sides to say that you're hurt by it. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. It don't work like that. This ain't a this ain't a basketball game. Right. Where you get to console the loser. This is not fantasy. She's gone. Dead. You can't console her. She's gone. And while you sitting there watching these two football teams run up and down the field, I hope it eat at you. I hope it makes you sick to your stomach all weekend. I hope you can't do nothing and enjoy it. Why? Because you sat in my face and told me what was more important. Tradition over future. Past over future. Upholding traditions, upholding certain things. Because it's not even a football game. They, they, the tailgate. Mm-hmm. The, the going around and passing out trinkets, which, you know, it, it's... Bro, if- it's it's alarming. If the youngest person in your respective families fell dead right now, you would not be present Saturday. Because you would be too hurt to experience anything else. Correct. So imagine what that family feels like. And then imagine for them having to see you say, hey, man, you're going too far now. I mean, I know I want to, I know y'all want to find the baby, but you, you're doing too much now by trying to stop this now. Anybody who said that, then, you know, I I know several great therapists that can work for you. Because that (laughs) statement in and of itself lets you know you need help. Okay? And if you don't acknowledge it, then we, we put ourselves in the position to have this kind of thing happen again. Yeah, like... It's, it's hard... And I knew this conversation was going to be hard to have, which is why I'm really trying to choose my words carefully. Because I know how I can be. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm not trying to foreshadow what my emotions are as if they are the, the gospel. That's not what I want to do. What I want to do is put eyes towards a commonality. We are all here on this, on, on this earth together. Uh-huh. We are all inside of this city together. Uh-huh. Regardless if I know a person that passes or not, a life is lost. Uh-huh. And to not care, it then casts you into a light of, of, of indifference that almost makes you inhumane. Like, you don't care about another human life because you don't know it. So if you were introduced to it, does that change the outcome of, of, of how you feel towards the person? I mean, and then it's, the person isn't like like... We do have to be completely candid and say the truth. This isn't Quisha from this isn't forty five year old Quisha who got stabbed and got into it with her boyfriend a lot and eventually they went got in a car accident. This no, this is not Greg Dickerson, you know what I'm saying, who sat up here and be out here finessing and running off on the plug and This ain't what that is. We're speaking about a innocent, the most innocent. Nothing she did ever was wrong. Was wrong. Like nothing she did constituted this this level of disregard. There was nothing she did that was evil. Nothing she did. Like we we have to we have to face fact that us as human beings, even us three sitting in this room right now, we've all done something that was evil. Mm-hmm. We've all done something that was hateful. Yes. So you can make the case that if something happens to us, that's just us getting what we put out. Mm-hmm. She didn't put out nothing to get back. She was three. Three. She was three, and had just went to a party. Mm-hmm. She like, literally didn't see anything wrong. 
with what was going on. Therefore, she she didn't deserve this. And if you cannot see that this is an atrocity, that will continue to happen. Like we live amongst people who think it is okay for this to happen. Can you imagine what this child must have went through? Bro. We live with people. We there are people inside of our community who think it's okay. They are okay with this happening. They are okay, okay being the ones to do some of these vile, vicious, un, unthinkable acts to the most innocent of our society. And yet, we don't have any real anger towards this person. You really are sitting here saying, "I mean, hold up now, you're going too far." You have more anger behind not being able to watch a game than you do the person that sat there and listened to this girl cry repeatedly for ten days. Like, I, I, I'm a child crying is something you have to tend to. You have to. It literally makes something inside of you stir up to try to fix it. A baby girl, a beautiful baby girl with these pretty eyes. You looked into those eyes at some point. And still went on with this madness. This child was was psychologically tortured for ten days. If we're gonna be candid, like, that ain't and, being and it's, candid. It's, like think about like she sat there around people and cried. She was three. Do you know? Can you imagine what the average three year old feels like when they're away from their mother? That split second. They a don't couple seconds. Know anybody? They panic. In a couple seconds, they the tears well up in the back of their eyes for a couple seconds. She went days. As far as I'm concerned, she's stronger than all of us. Stronger than every last one of us who deal with depression and anxiety. You know what it's like for you to you leave your headphones at the house. You almost have a, 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 conniption. a conniption. You almost have a breakdown if you leave your headphones at the house because it operates as a security blanket. It operates for you as something to distance yourself from what's going on with you. You this, got an attitude with everybody that whole day. You got an attitude because you left your phone charged at the crib. So can you imagine what it's like for a three-year-old to have to live inside of ultimate torture? Torture. Like, I'm sure they probably gave her something to keep her quiet at some point. But how do you do something like that knowing that this child is fearful of you? Afraid. Like, you actually sat there and listened to her cries and turned it off in your head. Like, think about the mental capability it takes to do that. Like, if somebody called your name, somebody you cared about just called your name. At that point, something galvanizing you to find out what, what it is. Mm -hmm. Just hearing the name. Right. If somebody makes a request in front of you that you know full well you can facilitate, it almost embarks you to go ahead and try to do it. Right. That That's that's normal human behavior in most times. Mm -hmm. it's, it's human of us to try to help each other. Mm -hmm. These people sat and watched a child in complete disarray and turmoil and didn't budge. This Whereas you would immediately get up when your mother called your name. Mm -hmm. The same sincerity is placed inside that child. And if she were to say something in front of you, you could turn that off for days at a time. Not just once. Not just you You took her and went around the block and she was just crying. Mm -hmm. That would eat anybody. anybody. You sat there for days and listened to it. Her body was discarded inside of a dumpster. 
And even the aftermath now is, you know, you have a lot of people that are saying, thank you, Carlos, for, you know, for your efforts. Try. At, least you, at least you tried. Appreciate it. And the response to that is still... Why y'all thanking him? Anger. Like, what is what is wrong? The like, most vile thing was, what, did he find the baby? The baby is dead. She like... So he, what? And then they trying to find out why. They, they're thanking him because he stood in your spot. He stood where you should have been standing with your very sin from the couch making commentary self. He stood where you should have stood. And we, again, are not endorsing him. We don't know him personally. I don't know if he's ever done anything, Val. But I'm saying this child went missing and he said, let's go look. For days. And then the thing that he tried to capitalize on the most was, hey, y'all, the classic coming. It's going to be a lot of traffic. You know, ain't no classic if we can't pull off this. If I don't get a lot of people trying to come in and help me look for this baby, y'all don't deserve to be walking around like, the, for no classic. The, 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 the most, the craziest thing is I don't even think for a second that he was even serious. No. It was literally just to make sure every eye in the city and every mouth in the city was talking about it. The man was just trying to create awareness. That was his job. I have to get people knowing of this situation. How can I get this spread as far as I can? Well, I know 100,000 people are going to be here this weekend. They're all coming here for one purpose. Man, if people listen to what this man said, first of all, again, Dominique, like, the level of fantasy that we attach to stuff to remove ourselves from it. When people said no classic, people reacted in anger because it's like the audacity of you to think that you're going to be the person to stop it. The mayor can't even stop the classic. Okay, who, who do you even think you are to be able to pull something like this off? But what he said was, hey, do not lose the momentum that you have for the the urgency that should be applied to finding this child. We need more momentum. We need more movement on the ground. We need more volunteers. We need more people to still stay engaged and still keep this one this this baby's mind, this baby's name circulating. She cannot afford to be a common misplaced hashtag let's continue and since the classic is the thing that's popping up that the city is going to be a buzz about no let us keep that same energy if we so-called prolong the fact that we we, we we sit up here and say and proclaim excuse me the fact that we can walk and chew gum well you should be able to say yeah okay doing classic yeah let's get these flyers passed out at the doggone Let's let's get these these flyers passed out at the at the tailgates. Let's paint the tailgates purple. Let's put out a banner so we can so everywhere you turn, you'll be still looking at this child. You cannot afford to escape. You can't run from it. And that's what we treat these events as it's just something to run from. You wanna feel good for a second. We watch the orcas. We watch the orcas, we watch the seals, we watch the seals sit up here and, and catch balls and roll around. And we don't care nothing about the documentary telling us that the, you know, that the, the, the orcas are in 
are treated horribly at the we don't care about that we want a feel-good fix right now that's what we want that's what we want to have right now and essentially what I took from no 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 classic no cupcake no classic was this is not the time for you to be celebrate you don't have time no yo like we can't celebrate what we partying for, man? It's a baby that got taken in the backyard. What are we in the front yard dancing around for? Yes, you can have a piece of cake. But can we please make sure that we don't lose our momentum here? And instead, like, what did you guys think that he was going to do? Did he tell you that he was going to block some stuff? Like, what did you think that he was going to be able to do? And that's the part that's so frustrating. And that's the part that drives me damn crazy is the fact that in an instance you will sit up here and make him out to be a god and then be mad as if he, and mad when he doesn't perform as one as well. Like, keep that same energy. Did you think that he had the passion to come through with the staff and part the, the, the audience like the Red Sea? You are making him a mythological creature. You are making him into that. Carlos ain't nothing but a man that decided he had a plan and he wanted to try to change some stuff. You are angry with his audacity. What is that? Because you possess the same things. What is that about? Like, why are you so mad? The baby is dead now and we still walking around here being assholes about it. Sorry, Ralph, but you, we, we still walking around here being completely vile like some of the things you guys have been saying in response to it is like why y'all thinking that nigga that nigga ain't did nothing the baby died like did he what what the what what is you, all that for you 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 stand on the fact that he failed proudly. yes 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 that's what you're doing you standing on the fact that he failed like regardless of the life lost in spite i'm sorry in spite of the life lost you stand on the fact that he failed the loudest. Yeah. Mm. Like, this is the thing you champion. He didn't do nothing. He, You see, we still going to have a classic, and he still didn't find his little... You comforted in that fact. You are a sick individual. On the 21st, y'all was making memes talking about how he crazy and you want him to die. You want him to get shot. On the 22nd, everybody is sad because the baby has died. Words mean things. Things mean things. And the things that you guys get out here and say publicly, they have a weight to it. Like And this is the it's like I swear this is the reason why I move the way that I do. Like I don't watch people's words. I don't care about the things that you say. Because everybody has a mouth to talk. I care about actions. Move. Do something. Show me what you exactly trying to do. Show me what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, because everybody might not like, like for us, for example. Yeah, we, this year has been very rough for us financially. Just doing the show has been a, a, a very big stripe. I'm sure, you know, Dominique, you can attest to trying to keep your, your practice open. And it's been difficult, you know. So, you trying to do something may not look the same way for somebody who's looking at you to see certain things. They might look at your benchmark achievements differently from the way you look at it. So, 
Hey, I'm not upset with you for somebody. If you have a platform and you're talking like us, we're talking about this. This is what we have to contribute to the people. I don't but, mean in that light, though. No, I'm. I know what you're saying. You're saying like people that just get out here and just be talking and they have no action. The contrarians. Mm. Like I understand that. What is it? And and you said it beautifully when you said like, what are you trying to do? Because if I can see that you're trying to make efforts, I can support that. I might not even vibe with everything that you're saying, but the fact that you're trying to make a difference with what you have. You become a piece. You become a piece because everybody has something that they should be doing. But you got the major piece. Even more directly, if you're like, well, I don't know how I could blah, 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 blah. You know what you can do? You can start by getting yourself healthy. Yes. That's where you can start. People are like, I can't afford therapy. You got insurance, you can afford it. Even if you don't have insurance. If you out here eating out every other night and buying the new Jordans and Gucci and whatever else. I'm not a designer person, so I don't, I don't know. But any of that, if you can set your money aside, um, for those of you that aren't insured, and like I said the last time, uh, there's therapists that offer discounted rates because we're trying to see people well because the more well people that we have walking the planet, the less things like this happen. Right. That is an, that is an out point. Like, the best activism you can do for your community is you. is you inside of your community. But Black Dynamite, I'm in the community. Like, that's the biggest thing that you can do. If you can do nothing else, a lot of us come out and we try to shoot off the hip and try to rectify the, the life and the world around us without trying to make sure we aren't overextending ourselves. That way we become weight. We become heavier because we haven't taken care of what we what is inside of our control. Everything else may be in your control in some type of way, but you are 100% in your control. Your health... Mentally, physically, emotionally, it's in direct correspondence with you. That's Nobody else is responsible for that. And as I said earlier, your depression should not be my detriment. Because you are hurt, you shouldn't be left to hurt other people. Correct. And the more and more we keep on trying to make it seem as if we are trying to make excuses for people in their pain, or we're trying to make excuses for people running from their pain or escaping from their pain. The more we run, the more we leave children on their own to fend for themselves. Yeah. And you know how hard it was for you. Right. Even with the intangibles that you had. Right. How do you suspect they feel? Right. What do you, like, I, I really feel like we go through life so we can try to perfect it mm. for the people that come behind us. We try to fix it so we know that they can experience life as they should. Mm -hmm. So they can have the time to fix the problems that are coming then. Mm -hmm. Because we're still looking back trying to fix everything that came before us. Mm -hmm. We're not even looking at the problems that's coming. There are ever-present dangers that are being formulated day by day. Yes. And we can't take the time to put attention to them because we're always looking back trying to fix the stuff that we already came through. I, I tell you this. Nobody saw that a baby would be, nobody saw the possibility of a baby being killed inside of a project, inside of a home. Nobody saw a baby being taken away after a party just happened. 
Nobody saw that being a possibility because let people tell it. It's always somebody in the projects. Everybody know each other's business. Everybody know what's going on. The community is the community. Well, maybe we aren't as close as we think. Right. Maybe we aren't as close as we think in, in our folly of thinking that this is something that is nothing wrong with it. I mean, it's just tradition. This is a, I was raised like this. This is what happened when I was raised, and this is how my grandma brought me up. Our ignorance is providing gaps for people to come in and manipulate that and take our most precious assets and our most precious our precious resources and make away make off with them. Because you don't want to move, you don't want to rock the boat and change tradition so much that you will leave a child defenseless in every sense of the word. All of our children are still some of our children are alive and still going through dying every day so many of our girls and boys are molested right in our faces and tradition tells us that we should just keep on going and not talk about it it's a it's a family secret no wanna, therapy is sought out for it i want to i want to come in because i have a lot of black people that come see me and any of that i i commend black people that go against the grain and they're the first one in their family to go to therapy you know, and they go regardless. I have teenagers calling me who are still on their parents' insurance. And they're like, my mom is not going to make a move unless I make a move. I'm going to make an appointment. I'm going to drive myself to this appointment. That's beautiful. And I'm going to get my help regardless of if my mom likes it. Kids as young as 12 years old are calling me under their parents' insurance. So if these children have that kind of strength and they're reaching out for help, make it easier for them. Beautiful. Yes. Be a part of that with them. Be a part of their wellness. Because that those are, I know we're all, oh, this, I'm weaker, I'm crazy. No. Learn from these children. Learn from the purity of the, of the fact that they know I need to get better in order to be successful. Uh -huh. And at the very least, guys, I... I follow different therapists and coaches on Instagram all day. That's all I follow, with the exception of uh, Cardi B. But other than that, <laughs> I follow therapists and coaches all day. They're always going live, talking about stuff. They're always putting up coping skills. They're always putting pieces together of why things are the way they are. Or if you're feeling, they're speaking out to people. They're preparing content for free for people to gain to gain health and, and gain good information from. So at the very least, even if you just follow one of these type of people on social media to start getting some healthy thought processes going on in your mind, and you don't even got to tell nobody. You can do that in secret if you just are just that ashamed. Yeah. Then just follow one, two of these therapists or coaches. You can look them up. You could just hashtag therapists. There's it's a bunch of us that come up. And, you know, or, or you can go on my page and pick anybody who you want to follow. Because that's going, changing your mindset is where that's, it, your, your perspective is going to shift. You're going to be more aware of the things that you turned a blind eye to. Uh -huh. So, do, do what you can by helping yourself. And like I said, I know people, is, money is a whole nother barrier and a whole nother conversation we could say for another day. But at the very least, to get yourself well, here's a free option for you. People, like I said, they are very intentional about preparing that content on Instagram. Um, 
to, just for people to have freebies. So yeah. So so do that. Do that. If you can't get out here and be in the streets helping or doing whatever you know to make your community better for the next generation because you you haven't helped yourself first. Do little small things. It doesn't have to be this big extravagant thing, but put a small effort forth in order to make a big difference. Every little bit counts. Every little bit matters. It all adds up. And if you cannot lead yourself properly, we would be fools to to assume that you could lead anybody else. A lot of us want to be the head one in charge, and we haven't even governed ourselves accordingly. Right. We have not even gotten to the point where we can master our own energy or control our own emotions and deny our flesh and we put ourselves into a position to where we think that we we should be the ones to have an opinion about something when we haven't even adequately or accurately had a valid effect about ourselves. We still don't even know a lot about ourselves. And unfortunately a lot of us are bringing children in this world without knowing ourselves we find ourselves with our children so imagine the amount of trauma that you pass on from yourself to your child who's now having to try to unravel themselves from you and your issues and find out what are their issues alone i think we do have to acknowledge what it, what about progression makes us so uncomfortable and makes us so angry i think a lot of that comes from Rocking the boat with the status quo. I mean, we do have to talk about, you know, the way a lot of people feel about Carlos. That's another thing, you know. Uh, I don't care how you feel about this person because history repeats itself. The same narrative that's being used to Carlos was the same narrative that was probably used about Dr. King to, to people who was in Montgomery and Selma who didn't like the fact that he came in and shook up the status quo. It was a lot of black folks that didn't like didn't like what Malcolm X was talking about. All in all, there will always be naysayers. The problem is Facebook has allowed it for us to be able to see them. You usually had people who were naysayers who were doing nothing. They at least had enough sense to be able to shut up. They did it in the barbershops. They did it in barbershops. They weren't on public forums saying these things so, so... Vile. <laughs> they weren't so loud speaking this madness. They weren't so loud showcasing their levels of insanity. We all need help. We all need help and you know, we I urge us all to get help, you know, little by little. Start being honest with yourself and start being honest with the people around you. Be honest with yourself with knowing yourself and be honest with yourself enough to be honest and say, Man, I'm going through something today. But I shouldn't make that everybody else's issue because guess what they're probably going through? Some stuff that I don't know and I'm sure it's heavy for them. We don't have to compare struggles. We don't have to talk about who got the worst, who got it the most. Mm -hmm. All of us are going through stuff. And the more and more, we once we get past the obstacle of knowing, hey, I know you know what I'm talking about because I know that you're going through something. I can assume positively that you're going through something because we all are. The more, once we get past that and ego and realizing all that things, we should be able to have conversations and have correspondence about doing something. There's so many people in, in, in our communities right now that are doing something. We all can tap into those things. Everybody knows somebody that knows somebody. It doesn't matter who's right. 
It doesn't matter who's the most popular. It doesn't matter who's the first to say it. Let's just start doing what we want to see done and doing what we want to see done for our children because the people who lose the most are the ones who are the most innocent. We are we are 100% responsible for making a better life for those upon us. The people before us have already led their lives, so ain't no use of being mad with them anymore. We have to be present. We cannot afford to escape. We cannot afford to go into the go into the zoo or go and look at the orcas and just take our minds off the we can't afford to celebrate all the time anymore. Like niggas be partying and I don't know what we celebrate for. We drinking and smoking because we coping. Right. We don't even like the music no more. The music don't even sound like nothing anymore. Correct. We just want a distraction from being inside of our own heads. We have to say that honestly though, y'all. Because the more and more we run from situations, stuff like this happens. Yes, I'm sure they did take the baby and, and, and hit her and, and up on all of our noses. Because a lot of us cared and some of us just didn't. A lot of us didn't want to pay attention to it because it hurt. And nobody's saying, nobody's saying that it's going to be easy. Hey, I'm not saying that because the world cares, you supposed to care. Oh, no. I'm saying be honest with yourself and know that if it's not now, it's going to be the next time. Eventually, you're going to have to stop running. We can't afford to escape all the time. No, we all need a vacation. Everybody need a break. But you can't afford. We have to stop being sick and stop coping. Find better coping mechanisms than what we have. Because the idea of just turning it off, turning your phone off. Don't work in real life. Turning the TV off and DVR in the episode, pausing the episode, that's not real life. I, I'm not going to be the person that is going to take the high road this time. I will address everybody that played in my face with this subject. I promise you that. Because it had that been Talia, the person that showed up, you would have had to kill. Mm -hmm. You would have had to to stop me. Mm -hmm. And if they felt half of that, I feel sorry. I feel indebted to them. I feel like it's something I still need to do for them. Because nobody should feel like that. No parent should bury their child. Mm -hmm. None. I have a little brother who... Actually, I have a lot of children around me that I... I cannot imagine what it would feel like if my brother Jonathan went missing. I mean, Jonathan has special needs. He is a funny little boy, but to to the world, he would just be a little boy gone missing. But to me, that's a child that I helped raise. You know, there would be nothing. I would have to move heaven and earth, and anybody in front of me would have to get ta attacked. And there's no way that I would ever be able to look at the people who I saw on my Facebook friends list who were up in arms about a, a, a doggone classic being counseled or being upset 
Because all that translates into me, all that translates to me is, man, hey, if that little boy, what a, what a travel burger is it? What barbecue grill it? If that little boy, man, I've been working, I took off of this already, man, hey. That's all it translates to. And you have to, like, people don't look at it like that before they start actually saying stuff. I just want the world to understand, like, y'all, we gotta, we gotta, we can't escape. We have, we have to look at this. We have to process this. We have to go through the pain of knowing and feeling as if we failed. We have to. It hurts. It sucks. We are going to need all the therapy options that we can get. We should take our take the initiative to get some type of therapy. We should find somebody to talk to. And we should go about trying to rectify the things in our communities that we see. No, it is not cool that... that Grandma can't even stay at the house that she stayed in for years because the dope boys that moved in the neighborhood and y'all scared to say something or do something about it because no snitching. Do you know the words no snitching came up during this case? I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> go ahead, take off. No, please. no, no, go ahead. Because <laughs> y'all really, since when did, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm like, when did regular civilians have to be Subject to, subject to street rules. When did no snitching become something that we had to bear the responsibility of when it comes down to women and children and regular working men and women being the victims in this case? When did we start being the ones who had to shoulder that? You mean we had to tell thugs, we had to tell street folks and other black folks, hey man, no snitching don't apply here. We had to say that. We had to say, hey, if you say something, you're not going to be looked to as a snitch. We had to say that. This is sick. We had to make, we had to give people the understanding that it's okay for you to be a just person inside of an unjust world. Like, truly, look at this, y'all. This is sickness. And these, these, these OGs, these dope boys, or whatever you want to call them, some of them have sat in my office crying because they've gone through, in their own childhoods, having to find their own way. Yeah. Okay, and that hard exterior that you know don't give a you know don't give a damn attitude. Mm -hmm. That's the coping mechanism that they develop. Mm -hmm. And we're looking to that as cool. You're looking to another hurting person and the maladaptive behaviors that they're showing as cool or deserving respect. But you, that's not how that's not how famous people get famous. They get famous by doing something different. Mm -hmm. So, if you really want to chase some clout, do something different. Do something positive. Be the first person to do something that nobody else is doing that's positive. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Yeah. And and honestly, all of you OGs that crossed over from the age of twenty five, you made it over you made it to 25 and above now in the, in the roughest parts of your neighborhoods you made it you have to look at that as a blessing and a reason behind why you made it mm -hmm. if you know that you didn't pick the streets why would you provide the streets the same amount of 
strikes. Why would you give the streets the biggest option of still being able to take somebody else on your watch? If you felt like the streets talk, caught you, if you felt like you got caught up in the streets, why would you make it okay for... Why wouldn't you do anything in your power to then try to make it so the streets does not claim another child? You grown. You reached to life. Our babies are being taken from us at three. You hear me? Not because of no... They, they fell asleep and didn't wake up. They are being lost to the streets in the most vile, corrupt, dangerous, ugly ways. And I'm sorry. It's so ugly. You can't and you shouldn't turn away from this. Because it's not going to get any easier to bear. Uh, we said a while back when um, the abortion laws became the subject mm -hmm. and men started to come out and speak out about what they felt mm -hmm. with abortion laws mm -hmm. and I, I said to women on that episode pay attention to the men that's talking yeah they're drawing a line in the sand they're showing you who they are they're telling you this and is, they're showing you this is the exact same thing oh yes everybody that has something to say negative about somebody looking for this little girl. Everybody that decided to talk up about the fact that how much classic, how, 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 how important classic was to them and what they needed what to do and what all they trying to do with it and, 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 and can't wait to do this weekend. Pay attention to everybody that said that. Because these are the people that are going to fall away when you try to start doing something. These people are apologists. These people are the people who get caught up in um, political awareness. They get caught up in um, all types of... I keep losing that phrase whenever I get to talk about respectability politics. These type of people play those games to where they will counter anything that you're trying to do progressive with all the reasons why it's not done in a proper way. At this point, our, our nation is so, and I mean the nation as far as our community, we are so sick. We have to start doing some things that have never been done before because we have tried for years to do it in the way that was probably the best way at some point. We also have to not be surprised all the time when we get these people to come around. And the only reason why we're talking about it now is because death came up. Something so final came up as a solution for something as a counteraction to annoyance to annoyance fly fly around your head at a picnic somebody got to die and a baby paid the ultimate price for our negligence while we sat here and squabbled for 10 days I, I, I'm not proud none I, of us should take pride in this I'm sorry bro no, um, I, I don't have some crafted you know what I'm saying? Special saying to you right here to kind of smooth over what we've been saying for the last uh, hour or so. I don't have some some fancy way of, of, of dismounting. We're hurt. I'm 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 disgusted more than anything because I walk around next to these people. These they are the live people, amongst us. Bro. These are the people that comment on the posts I make, laughing and oh, you they're so funny. These are the people that pass by me in public and shake my hand. I'm disgusted because this is how you feel underneath it all. I'm gonna leave all of the tarn, the, the all of the polish and all of the acrylic and 
the makeup, all of the pretty faces, the jets, all of, underneath all of that, what really, you are really just as sick. It's disgusting. In other facets. Like, like you, you, you don't care about human life. The most precious thing we have on this planet, you don't care about. It's because when it when it when it ends, you have no remorse for it. It was people last night posting stuff, trying to be funny, making light in the spite of this situation. You can't even sit here for a day <laughs> and just not be funny. You can't allow the memory of this girl to flourish for a day. Escapism. You can't let it sit in you for a second. You immediately got to try to find some way to kind of not make it so gloomy. What what else is what else is more painful than this? What can you put on top of death that's supposed to make it easier to swallow? What can you put up against the tar the the terror of a child being taken and taken for you? What can you put on the side of that that's supposed to make everybody have a kumbaya moment? It ain't time for that yet. And we are so hurt and broken. We have been oppressed for so long. We constantly are trying to make it easier every day by coping in some type of way. But man, sometimes it's supposed to hurt. Because mm -hmm. maybe that's supposed to give you all of the incentive you need for it not to hurt again. We need to feel every piece of this. Pain Am I telling the Baker voice? Pain gives you a memory of what not to do. Exactly. I, I, I don't. I don't have it, and I don't. I'm not going to try to. No. I'm not going to attempt to divest my feelings about this subject. I'm not going to try to make you comfortable. I know I have the ability of being brash, <laughs> or from the outside looking in, condescending when I say things. But I don't care no more. On this subject, whatever I give you is what you got, and if you want to move on the outside of it, so be it. I, I, I really don't care anymore. But I know what I stand for. And I know what I'm willing to do. I know what, what if, if, if this happened to somebody that I was connected to, I know how I would feel. Yeah. I know what I would want. I would want somebody in the crowd to say, hey man, we can stop this for a minute and just help him. I would want that. Yeah. But you want to stone the person in the crowd that's saying that. And now I want to stone you. Like if something happened to anybody that I know, like that's that. What's so crazy is this is the most extreme version of baby dying. That's the most extreme version of an end game that it gets. The fact that y'all would feel some type of way if your friend went missing, if your teacher didn't show up for school, and you you immediately would have concern. So the fact that you can't understand somebody saying, "Hey," I want to help bring this child back. I want to help bring this child some peace to this child's family. You respond to that with anger. There's no way you can explain that for me. There's no way you can explain that for me without me. This is one of those moments where the line in the sand has been has been drawn. There's nothing you can say that will make us feel as if you aren't somebody that we should be plugging and sending on over to Yellowbird Counseling. You the That's the, you, you, you the ops. You the ops, and if you ain't family, you the ops. You don't understand the premise of family, therefore, you the ops. You structurally can't comprehend what just happened. 
We need it to hurt, y'all. It needs to hurt all of us. I wish all of you guys love and light in processing this information. And if it gets too dark for you, reach out and get some help. And thank you to Miss Dominique. Please. From Yellowbird Counseling for stepping in. She is always available. Yeah, we, we had a completely different topic ready for tonight. And I she was so readily available to just come on and add what what she could to this conversation because regardless of it we we treat family like family here this is your second time seeing her y'all please go and Dominique put your all your information down in the comment section so people can go and check out all of the resources that you have with your counseling and therapy because we need to start healing and in sometimes in order for it to heal it needs to hurt and we cannot afford to just keep on throwing band-aids on infected areas. No. It needs to hurt. If y'all go, now if you do go to my uh, Facebook page, Gilbert Counseling, the first thing I want y'all to, I have all my videos saved, go to that uh, Minority Women Abuse Their Children video. Go to that. Mm. Look at that on, mm. on the, you know, to piggyback off of what we've been talking about. If you need something else to open your eyes, Go on ahead and take a look at that video um, and see if you're not ready to make a change after that. And that uh, you can reach out to Dominique mm -hmm. at Yellowbird Counseling LLC that is on uh, Facebook. Is that the same way it's stylized on your Instagram as well? Yeah, uh, both of them is um, just Yellowbird Counseling. You could search that in Google. You can search that on IG. You can search that on Facebook. Okay. And, um, and you'll be able to find me there. I'll still put it, but you can find me there. Definitely. Well, we appreciate everybody that's come in to listen to what we had for this particular subject because we didn't have much. We had what we had, and we just we gave it how we had to give it. Sometimes you can only, well, all the time, people can only give what they have to give. So uh, we appreciate our, our listeners. We appreciate this audience. We appreciate Dominique. Uh, this has been another Weird Wednesday, and good night. Please keep the family of Camille Cupcake McKinney in your, in your prayers. Thank you.